0: What is up, you guys? You are listening to the Waxing Leo's podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Mariah, and I'm Bree, and today we're talking about imposter syndrome. What mm. is it? How to overcome it? How does owning a small business affect like our mental health? And then let's just you know like tell you what we do to I don't know get out of it. Yeah. So yeah. Bree, what is the definition of imposter syndrome? Yeah, I think that's the- first place to start because I think a lot of people don't even
1: know what it is. Yes. Um, So imposter syndrome refers to an internal experience of believing that you are not as competent as others perceive you to be.
0: Mm. Do you feel like you have imposter syndrome?
1: To some things. Like what? And I used to have it hardcore on uh, even just waxing. Really? Because people would always be like so how long you been doing this for?
0: Yeah. And I'm like, one month. I would lie. <laughs> I'd be like, I've been doing this for 10 years. Oh, did you? Yes, I did.
1: I um, I would include how long I was in school for. So I was, I'd be like, a year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> but that's true, right? That's true. Yeah. So, um, and then now my imposter syndrome more solely is based around being a business owner. Like, so g- explain to us what you mean. Like, even saying I'm a business owner... Feels weird, yeah. Like managing people, like salon. even even just saying like, yeah, I have a four thousand square foot salon. I'm like, mm, do I? I don't know. <laughs> you do, <laughs> um, but yeah. And then also like when I'm around other business owners, like because mm-hmm. sometimes I go to these like dinners or I'll go to these like uh, Power of the Purse like foundations and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, or, like, auctions for better things or, you know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Um, I'm, I'm surrounded by these people who have been, like, they've owned a business for 40-some years. Or they own, like, 30 rental complexes. Or they own, you know, three factories. And I'm like... (laughs) But here's the thing. The more I think about it, the more of a business owner I am than they are. Because they... Either probably inherited that business, right? Or now they're to the point in their business where they have everyone doing everything for them, and, and they're, they're not just, in it. Yeah, they just sit back and reap the benefits. Right. They're they have all these people hired to run it. Right. While I am actually running it. Right. So yeah. How about you? Do you have imposter syndrome? Probably every day.
0: <laughs> it goes side and hand in hand with my anxiety. But like, let's give us give us an example. Okay, so like I mean, shit. I mean, it took a lot for me to even go out on my own to start my own business. Like, the right. whole f- year that I was in business, I was, like, fucking flabbergasted that people would even want to book with me. <laughs> <No>. Internally, <laughs> you, you know, like, I'm like, oh, you want to rebook book with me? <laughs> like, what I the fuck? And I'd play it cool. I'd be like, yeah, so... uh Four to six weeks, you know, I'm yeah. really, I'm really booked out. So we definitely <laughs> need it. And I had
1: no one on yes. my books, but I'd be like, yeah, I'm super booked. So, you know, like, let me if know. You if don't you don't wanna... do
0: it now, you might not get a slot. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, literally, that was make it till you make it. <laughs> and I would just, and I still feel that way. Yeah. Like, I still am like, yeah, like, I can't believe that we're this busy. Like, I can't believe I have three people yeah. working under me. Like, I still can't believe it. And of course, I want to always kind of keep that to, like, stay humble. But I do have anxiety about your every day. your imposter syndrome is more where you feel like it's surreal. Surreal and also, like, wow, I can't believe that Do you compare yourself to others? Yeah, I I feel like uh, you chose us. And that's so special to me. Like, I'm sure you feel the same way when people come to the pineapple. They're like, oh, wow, like, they chose my salon or I've been seeing you for two years. Like, it is a choice. Mm -hmm. People have a choice. And there's a lot of fucking options out there. Right. So... A, a big thing that I preach at the salon, too, to the girls is all about experience. Like, mm-hmm. you can have someone move right beside you in a salon so suite doing the same thing that you do, but they will never be you. Yeah, 100%. And so, you just have to make sure that you give the best experience possible. Like, we all have bad days, but I think... I don't know about you, but I, I'm like, you kind of have to turn it on, right? Oh, yeah. Like, it's kind of a show. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, I mean, it really experience. is. Like, I literally had a broken ankle. And I, <laughs> I went in every day like, what's up, girl? Blah, yeah. blah, and I was still like hopping and skipping everywhere. Right f- Inside, I'm dying. Right. I'm like, oh, my God, my foot hurts so fucking yeah. bad. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, I just want... Th- I don't know. Like, I literally, I remember one time I was waxing somebody and I was like, I just wish this hair would come out faster. (laughs) I was like, I wish I could do bigger strips. I wanted to add. So I was like looking down at this definition. I wanted to add this. So this is what it says after. While this definition is usually narrowly applied to intelligence and achievement, it does have links to perfectionism and social context. Yeah. So I think that is huge with me and Mo. Yeah. I feel like both of us are perfectionists. Definitely. Um, Even just, like, walking into her salon, I could kind of feel it because everything had, like, a place <laughs> and it, it all matched. That's so
0: funny you say that. It
1: all matched. Like, your theme was like throughout the whole thing like yeah. there was no spot that didn't feel like mo yeah and in my salon I feel like it's the same yes. way like I have so many clients that are like oh my god your salon's like perfect I wish you could decorate my house yes and I'm like really yeah I'm like, like wow. I, I, walk, I always like walk in here I'm like oh, I really need to change this or like this just looks so dirty or this the lot like because it's Every in my day. head yeah and then I sit there and have clients who are like, this place is so
0: fucking clean. Like yeah. this is miraculous. So yes. I'm like, is
1: it at all? I'm
0: like, it could be cleaner. I'm really sorry about yeah. this over here. Like I, I just haven't had a chance to oh get my the hairball off the floor yet. Yeah,
1: no, I literally will like sometimes if I'm just like unboxing product, I'll even like be like, I'm so sorry for the mess.
0: And everyone's like, Yes. Dude, what? Sorry like, for the boxes that just yeah. got delivered. I'm really sorry I'm having yeah, a chance to put literally it Literally me.
1: Like one time, uh oh my God, I feel so bad for this FedEx guy. <laughs> but we ordered I'm sure I'm sure you have it too. We ordered thousands of pounds of wax. Yeah, I feel bad for them. <laughs> they just
0: look at me in such fucking disgust. Sometimes. He loves us.
1: I get I give him presents and shit, so he likes <laughs> me. But I was like, I'm so sorry, and I I help him get shit off the truck mm-hmm. too. I'm not if I can. I'm not going to sit on my ass and just yeah. be like, fuck you. Yeah. But um, yeah, he was he was like thousands of pounds, and it like took up so much space in our front room in I our bet. lobby, and I like apologize like every single person. So I'm so sorry, and they're like. Dude, you're, it's a business. Like, uh, it's, you know, it's yeah. like normal. It's not like it's fucking dirt. Yeah. You don't have literal shit laying there. But you still think about that. Like, oh, like... I'm like, am I going to get a bad review? They're yeah. going to be like, oh, my God, they're so
0: unorganized and they have boxes everywhere. Right. <laughs> like, it's just... it's It kind of goes hand in hand with just wanting to have that perfect environment um as well. All yeah, the time. it's so awful. And so, like, for... If you feel like you have imposter syndrome, I think the best way to overcome it is to fake it until you make it. And to know you're not alone. I feel
1: like that's another thing. Like, dude, I bet people who, like, everyone looks up to, you know, like, your, your favorite esthetician, a million percent probably is like, oh, my God, are no, people going to like the what I post? Or yeah. And, like, I don't know. Like, I personally overanalyze everything I post. I do. You, I This makes me sound so, like, self-absorbed. Whenever I post a, like, series of stories, I go back and watch them, like, a hundred times. I do, I'll
0: be like, did I say something, like, uh, too much right here? Or did or... I say um too many times? Yes. Like,
1: yeah, I go back and watch my stories a hundred times.
0: Yes. And, and it's not because
1: I'm, like, in love with myself. I'm just like, oh, why did I say it yes. like that?
0: Oh. We, I think we just over-examine and over-analyze everything. Um, and again, kind of circling back to, like, being on and making sure everyone has a great positive experience. And I've I've said this before where I've had like literally an emotional breakdown. i I think it's truly great to remember that you are a human and your clients are human and they do understand you. But I have had some encounters with let's just say a lash check. <clears throat> And this lash check, the whole entire time I was getting my lashes done I was, like, complaining about her boyfriend. Ew. And I'm like, I just really want to take a nap. You know yeah. what I mean? But, <laughs> yeah. So, while, yes, you should be friendly with your clients, Um, I'm just going to say this. For instance, right now, my mom is in the hospital. And so, mm. every day when you see 20 people a day and they're like, oh, how was your holidays? How are you? How yeah. are you? And you're like, well, my mom's, like you know, in the hospital yeah, and yeah. I've got to take a big shit and like my foot's broken or whatever. Right, right. It's, you also have to remember you don't want to like put that on other people because they come to you for an experience.
1: Right. It was, it was actually really funny. Cause like when I did break my fucking ankle, a client You're was like, like oh, I'm fine. No, this, this client, she's like, cause she saw all my shit on Instagram. She saw like literally my fucking dog died, broke my ankle yeah. and then I got COVID. Yeah. So clearly I'm not having a good time. Right. And she, she comes in, she's like, Oh, my gosh. Like, how are you doing, Brie? Like, how are you feeling? And you're like, like, oh, I literally go, oh, my God, like, really good. Like, (laughs) I was like, you know, I'm really happy to be back, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, oh, so, like, what's been going on? Like, I saw your Instagram and I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, you know, I had to put my dog down because she had cancer in her butt. And then I was like, but I was, like, so happy about it. And she goes... Why did you say all of that with such a positive attitude? And I looked at you're her like, No, it's fine. I was like, Because it could be worse. Yeah. I was like, You know, my ankle could literally be like snapped in half and I wouldn't yes. be able to work at all.
0: So and I, I was like, Whatever. And those people that you're close to, it's funny because I do have some clients where I'm like, Well, my mom is in the hospital, but it's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> and, and I do say that, you know, it could be worse. Like somebody could be dead. Literally. Like, and it's like the dog that, like, the house is on fire behind him and yes. it's like, Everything is fine. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's kind of how it is i think when you're like putting on a show or you have to give an experience and everything's not fine but there is that fine line and just remember that you don't want to project your problems onto people because i feel like some people will carry that and be like well i kind of don't want to go back to her because the whole time she like cried about this or whatever like that one therapist that never came back to you because you (laughs) cried to her (laughs) It was an accident. I'm really sorry if you're listening to this. Uh, I, if you didn't hear that episode, quickly, I was having a really rough time, okay? And I had a client, a European, and she came in and she was like, hey, how are you? And I just immediately started sobbing while I was waxing her and like sobbed through the 15-minute appointment. And then I forced her to give me a hug at the end. And, uh, you know, I never saw her again. And that's okay. And that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Things happen. Um, at least it was at a chain. <laughs> yeah. At least it wasn't at my business. But you know, just but if you honestly, need that's what happened. Yes,
1: I've cried with clients. I've yes, cried, and like I've had clients who come in and I can tell some things off. So I'm like, "Yo, what's going on?" And like, then what's, what's wrong? Yeah. And then they'll start crying, and mm-hmm. I'll start crying because they're crying. And then you know, and that's I think t- perfectly okay. And then honestly, some of your clients you become close to because yeah. they're such regulars. Yeah. That I think it's, they see you now as more of a friend too. And so I think there's a fine line. Like if obviously it's their first time, second time, third time experience, you definitely don't want to be like, yeah, here's all my baggage. Right. (laughs) right. It was
0: nice meeting you. Here, take it with you. (laughs) Bye. Yeah. So I think that's something, but... And this is a good segue into what else I want to get into. We have asked you guys to reach out and tell us what you want to hear. And a lot of you guys want to hear about mental health and how like, you know, this all kind of ties in how running a small business can affect your mental health. And like I said, I literally have anxiety about my business daily. Oh, hundred percent. Me too. And I wish I didn't. And I I probably need to see someone, but I do. This past month,
1: Well, especially with your expansion. Yeah. Like, God, that shit is PTSD. How how I operate... It's not the healthiest (laughs) coping mechanism, but I shut everyone out. Yeah. I just shut everyone out. Like, I... Dude, I wasn't even talking to Mo. Yeah, (laughs) no. I'd be like, hey
0: what's and up she I, like
1: working on the just hiring people doing this and i'm like okay I feel yeah like, and cool. i just like i would literally give like a couple of responses i wasn't uploading any episodes i wasn't really she was like can you uh post on instagram for me and ask and i was like oh shit yeah i got you <laughs> but yeah i just like and then plus i ended up getting strep it was just like one thing after another but that's how i operate is i shut everyone out mm-hmm. and i because
0: my anxiety is just through the roof. Like, I can't even freaking sleep. I can, like, only watch shitty TV. and like, I can only watch TikToks. I can't make content. I can't no. focus on any other tasks that I know I literally that I can, have. I can do TikTok because it takes no brain work. Yes. Like, <laughs> I I'm just like, want to zone out. I'm like, 15 seconds. Okay, now the next one. 15 seconds. And you have to remember that me and Brie are owners, but we are also service providers. Right. So, like, I felt like over this last couple months, I've been, like, extending <laughs> my energy, like, I'm giving it all that I can to my clients. Mm -hmm. And that's taking a lot out of me. So that way I don't want to work on um, other things. So one thing that I can say, if you're struggling with mental health in your business to kind of break through that or to help you stay on task is using Canva has really helped me because I literally had a a couple hours where I was feeling okay. And I went in and i scheduled yeah. my content for this whole month, yep. and I feel great about that. Yep. Yep. Um, and we have talked about this before, but uh, therapy. Yeah, I haven't been going. <laughs> you haven't? <laughs> Your therapist is going to listen to this and Ooh, yell at you. Why haven't you been going? I'm just
1: I don't have time.
0: <laughs> That's an excuse. It is an excuse, but I, I
1: genuinely, like, with all the meetings I have, have to be in, and plus now I have this boutique. Like, so on top of me being a service provider and a salon owner, now I own a boutique. Plus, I help my husband with our funeral home.
0: So, three businesses. So, it's
1: just like a fuck ton and... But she wants to work on my website. Yes. Because <laughs> that... that is So, that... Okay, that's... So, like... She, she gave... How she gets through, like, mental health stuff is, like, Canva and, like, pre-planning things. Me is... I look for creative outlets. Okay. So, like... I know it sounds stupid, but like plain Halo. Like, okay. like plain Xbox. I can like it's mind numbing. It doesn't mm-hmm. take any effort for me and it's enjoyable because I'm good at it. And then I also like like to do stuff like painting. Like
0: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. I'm at yeah, I like to I am very creative in that aspect. I like to paint, like, shit like that. You like to tend to your plants. Yep. Plant care is, oh, my God, my plants. I know people probably think I'm a fucking psychopath, especially with how much I've spent on them, but it's rewarding Mm -hmm. and it's zen. Like, I literally totally fucking space out when I'm doing my plant stuff. 12 hours can go by and I don't even realize it. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm just so
0: I'm just so at peace. I'll see Brianna's stories and like just hours (laughs) of like she's like, look, I got all (laughs) my plants repotted and stuff. I'm I'm like, wow. I know. Yeah. So it's
1: I think that's something that some people have a hard time finding what their soul desires when it comes to that stuff. But that's like what my soul craves is something that's like chill zen doesn't take a lot of effort yeah and those are those things so like i know some people like love creating content and so that's their zen
0: i like to create content
1: yeah it's just it's it's overwhelming to me yeah for a lot of people yes but like i know like savannah that's like one of her fun things her cringy ass dances Bro. her reels
0: <laughs> <laughs> she loves them those yeah. are like that's her zen you know yeah but I like to make TikToks. I yeah. like to think of like ideas. I like to also learn new things. So mm-hmm. like getting trained in something new or getting a new machine yep. is like really inspiring. So that like to me. breaks your mental yeah stuckness. And then also what I have been doing in this new year is I in this last month have been reading a fucking book. Yeah, <laughs> and like turning the that. TV off and yep. like reading a book. Can't tell you the last time I did it, but it has been nice. It, it takes me a while to, like, t- turn the brain off. Mm-hmm. But once I'm in this book, I'm reading The Silent Patient. Mm-hmm. I'm halfway through. It's so good. Um, but now I, like, look forward to that time.
1: See, that's how I am with, like, painting, plants, Xbox. Mm-hmm. It does take a second for my brain to shut off. To, like, completely get out the the schedule. Yes. 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 Or even just being, like oh, my God, do I need to order paper towels? Like, stupid shit like that. Like, (laughs) how much wax do I have? Yeah, like, it really does take a second for my brain to shut that off. But, and I think the main part with, like, my mental illness is the perfectionism. Mm -hmm. And I'm so terrified to disappoint people. And then part of my coping mechanisms from my therapist has said, not healthy, but is I... As a child, I had to do everything on my own. Like, mm-hmm. my parents started leaving me home alone when I was, like, four.
0: Oh, wow. Like,
1: they were like, she's self-sufficient. Toodaloo. <laughs> she knows how to make SpaghettiOs and eat yeah. cereal. So, bye. So, like, and then my whole life, I moved out early. I mean, I, I it was just, like, all these things. I've never had anyone's help or I've never even been offered help. Right. So, now my brain is like, oh, my God, just do it yourself. Yes. And it's so funny because, like, at the boutique, it's now more noticeable because I have employees. So they'll do something that I ask them to do and then I go and redo it.
0: Because I'm like... Because you want it you need it to be done. Yeah, I'm like, way. it
1: wasn't, no. I was like, it wasn't perfect enough. Yeah. And I remember like a vivid memory when we got partnered up in like first grade. We got partnered up. So every girl got partnered with a boy and we had to cut out hearts. Like we learned how to like fold a thing in half and right. cut out hearts. I remember redoing all of his hearts because oh, they God. weren't perfect enough. <laughs> and I got in trouble for it. And I was like, what the fuck? And so now that I've gotten older, I catch myself doing that shit. And I I sometimes it just I have to be like, no, they did it that way. They want to do it that way. Right. Like, for example, I, I sent Mo a video. I moved the entire salon around last night after everyone left. It looked great. And I was supposed to wait to do it on Monday with emily oh. and so we're in a picture mm-hmm. and emily's like so what the fuck are we doing monday i was like oh sorry well we can but, still do lots of other stuff <laughs> well yeah so I, I made up a new list but that's just how my i don't know like with my brain <clears throat> with my mental illness <laughs> which sounds so weird to say my mental illness if i as soon as that thought is in there If I don't do it right now, my anxiety is going to be through the fucking roof. If I go to sleep with that in my brain, I'm not going to sleep. And you'll think about it. Yeah. So I... Like, if I... That's why, like, when my husband... I could just kill him some days. (laughs) Because I'll be like, hey, can you take out the trash? And he'll just... He'll just sit there. He'll just sit there. And I was like, when I said that, I didn't say, hey, can you take out the trash in four hours? I meant, can you take out the trash right right now, now?" motherfucker? And if you
0: don't do it right now, I'm going to be pissed off because I'm going to have to do it.
1: it. I. My anxiety gets... So bad, I could like rip my skin off, but it's like you fixate (laughs) on it,
0: it's all you can fixate on.
1: So, I think that too, you got to understand. Like, it's therapy has helped me significantly with understanding where my bad coping mechanisms have stemmed from. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, I think too, a lot of estheticians, especially because most of us are perfectionists. Mm That's why we're in this business. Right. Because we want, it's in, honestly, aesthetics
0: is in the business of perfection. Beauty, perfection. Yep. Getting every single last hair. Yep. yeah, The brows are perfectly placed. Getting rid
1: of any acne. Making yeah. sure you can't get any more. Like having sh- anti
0: aging. Like, yeah. It's like all... everything. And so it fits us mm-hmm. perfectly.
1: However, it can be damaging at times. And I think a lot of people get overwhelmed. Definitely. Like, I know, like, when I have an acne client that's not following their routine and they still have acne, I get overwhelmed. I'm like, so I sit there and think about all this. I'm like, oh my God, what could I do differently? Yeah. And so I just took off acne facials.
0: You did. Yeah, because I was like, I can't fucking do it anymore. I-, I hear you. I've been thinking about redoing some of my things because like you want it to be the best. So well, you whatever took off the legs. Yeah. Well, actually, no. You took it back? You took <laughs> <laughs> they're back on there. Now with high candy. <laughs> with eye candy. And that's <laughs> I actually really like it. Um, So I, uh, in regards to that as well and like fixing it on things, I did reviews with the girls and one of the feedback that I got from Emily, who's basically my manager, um, she told me that she wants to take on more responsibility. Hell yeah. And I had to stop for a second though and I still haven't come back to her on that, but I'm like, okay, like that's awesome. I love that. Let me think about like what what can I fucking relinquish? I could relinquish so much to her. But what can I give her that, like, won't stress her out or me out and, like... You want to
1: know what I just gave up? What?
0: Inventory. D- do you feel okay?
1: I fucking feel great. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was really worried. mm mm-hmm. um, But Abby is very good about listening to instructions.
0: She, like, good at making lists yes, and stuff. She's not
1: going to go off... The handle on what I said. Yeah. Um, She's not going to go over budget. Like, I don't have to worry about that. And I think Emily would be phenomenal at that, too. Yeah. Because she knows. Yeah. She already knows how much wax is needed. She knows how much you normally have. I right. I mean,
0: she, even,
1: even your, like,
0: retail inventory, I think yeah. she'd be great at. I do do that, but then, like, I buy everything. So I think I'm going to, like, fully relinquish it to her and be like, here's the card and like you buy that. That's it what I did. Yeah. Like I'm going to, I think I'm going to do that. And, um, I'm also thinking about like having her, you know, running numbers with the girls. Cause they like to know like what they're doing. Other reports. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, And she really enjoyed um, because we had a team meeting. I couldn't make it because my mom is sick and she like ran it and she said she really loved that. So I'm going to like put her more into that role as we probably will bring more people on and things like that. Do your girls know how to look up their own reports? Um, I showed them how. Oh, okay. But we like to like go over them. Yeah, because that's what I ended up doing
1: because I... The girl was,
0: makes it easy. Hell yeah.
1: It was just, it was a lot on my plate for no reason I felt yeah. like. So I just showed them how to do yeah.
0: it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this is how you see what you're uh, yeah. what you're doing. And
1: like your return rate and all that crap. Yes. So I think that's a huge thing too. If you're a salon owner with people working under you, you need to
0: figure out what tasks you can give up Absolutely. and what you can't. Absolutely. What are you not good at that the girls there that Mm -hmm. want to support you are that could do? Or even
1: things that you might be good at. But that take up unnecessary time Mm -hmm. that you know if you give that up, it'll free up more time now. Right. Because like that was my biggest thing. I felt like I was doing so much. Honestly, I was slacking on inventory. Yeah.
0: I was slacking on getting things ordered. It has to give somewhere. right? So if you're slacking in inventory or if you're doing great in your business, then you're slacking on yourself at home and like eating pizza and nothing else. Yeah. So So. I
1: was really slacking on inventory. I couldn't keep things stocked. And it was embarrassing because clients would come in and they're like, Damn, you still don't have green tea cleanser? I'm like, fuck. Oopsie. And I would lie. I'd be like, it's back order. It's on back order. Yeah. Cause honestly, a lot of shit was. So I was like, back order. And it is, but yes, but, I'm the same way. Like that, like, that oh, shit will be here soon and like yeah. order it really so, fast. So that, that is going to help me significantly. And also, I think I'm also going to give up. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm also going to give up because like, I also keep track of, like, the girls' numbers and stuff on, like, how much retail they've sold and all that shit. I think I'm going to give that up, too.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I'm going to let, like, um, like I said, I'm going to let Emily she, take that over yeah. and um, just help in that way. I may Maybe I'll even have her do my
1: sales tax. Oh, okay.
0: It's so easy. You just log in and
1: pay it. Yeah, You log in and pay it, and really, you just have to enter in what you've sold, and Mm -hmm. it calculates for you. Yeah. So it's not like she even has to do math. It's just like she just pays it.
0: Right. So we've kind of gone over, like, what imposter syndrome is. And honestly, guys, this is something that you will have to consciously work on not feeling. And I think the more that you grow in your little SD life, Mm -hmm. and the more confident you get in your services and your business and the boundaries that you have set in place, the easier it will become for you because it's always in the back of my mind, but I'm able to easily put it further back. And this is coming from Leah's. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so, yeah. yeah, that's kind of a lot. This is a lot. Yeah,
0: because we are very confident. And I'm sure you guys, um, if you mm-hmm. follow us, think that. I mean, I get people yeah. all the time that are like, I would kill for that. I, w- You're so great at this. But like, also one thing I do in terms of like posting and why I like it so much is because I don't second guess it. And I just post what I want to post. 100%. I don't get a lot of hate. I, I don't second guess my show either. <laughs> I don't <Clearly>. get, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't have as many followers or whatever. But I don't get a lot of like hate. Um, you also present everything positive.
1: I try to be as positive as possible. Like, even when you went over your, like, late policy shit, I feel like... <laughs> the feel other day? Like, yeah, I feel like you were, like, still positive, because, like, you said what you needed to send, and you're like, okay, back to
0: fun stuff, bye. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah. I try not to linger on, on the negative too much, You're just because... like, here's
1: what I want, and so I think, too, like, that's... I think, too, with imposter syndrome shit, like... Just because you feel like you have it, you can definitely learn from other people like how Mo handled all that. I'm definitely going to use that moving forward.
0: Yeah. I did it in a fun way where I was like breaking news. If you fucking cancel your appointment, you will be charged this. And then I <laughs> got out what I needed to say and then I was like, all right, now let's fucking do a fit check, okay? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, I think Damn. there's a Keeping right way light. to do it. To do it, I actually saw someone post not too long ago about how she was sick and tired. This is another Esty how she was tired of seeing people post things that aren't related to their business on their feed mm. and I couldn't really agree with her um, I think there is a point and and not so much me but I think sometimes the rebel girls that are still learning social media they'll like post something on the rebel feed and I'm like mm, probably didn't need to post that but I, I think that people still want to see you and like know you like Brie gets on there we see her tattoos we see her yeah, playing. see everything But she's not going to show, she doesn't have to show you everything and you don't have to show everything. There is a fine line between what you want to keep personal and what you post. I also use my, so like Rebel's completely different because it's like a business page. Yeah. I use
1: mine, like my Naked Pineapple page is my personal page too. Yeah. So I use it as both. Yeah. So I think that's too, like, how do you want to run your stuff? Like, do you want to? Because it's so funny. Because I'll have clients be like, "Oh yeah, I follow the Naked Pineapple." I'm like, "You follow me." Yeah. You don't follow the Naked Pineapple. You follow me because yeah. TNP Salon is the Naked Pineapple yes. page, and that's strictly business. You will never see me post my plants or yeah. anything on there. Yeah. That is strictly business. My personal. I'm like, you follow me. You yeah. don't follow TNP, and they're like, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah, dude. That's- yeah." I was like, "There's a difference."
0: And see, at Rebel, we post personal stuff too. I actually enjoy it. Like when Emily Which, posts her kid and shit, I like that. Yeah. The girl that I was mentioning that said she hated it. She was like, and don't post your kids. And I was <gasps> like, oh, okay. Damn. I mean, that's to each their own. And and if you... That's also going to base off your clientele. What yes. clientele environment you've created. Yes. I truly think if you want to I wouldn't be, take that shit to heart. Oh, I don't think she was talking about us, but no, I was just I know, thinking but you know what I mean? about like, it. And I was like, well, we're completely opposite. And I think really <laughs> upscale, high end. Oh, yeah. No, don't post... Your tit hair I yeah, on your I page. I wouldn't post my plans but and shit But we're a rebel and
1: we're a different breed. Yes, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Also, I saw there's this chick I follow. She's a business coach. Whatever. <laughs> AKA she was a service provider, didn't make enough money doing it. Now she's a business coach, but I digress. That's another can of worms. She posted that we shouldn't talk about our late policies or no show policies on our Instagram. She made a post saying that. And a
0: what was the reason? A bunch
1: of because it's negative. And a mm. bunch of people agreed with it. And that's part of the it's part of the business. You should know that going into it. No. And so I said, I comped on it and I said, fuck you. And the horse you rode in on. I'm going to post what I
0: want. I disagree. And I think people need to see that you're a human and there's a reason. I've we had have people, policies. I've had people
1: get shitty because they're like, oh my God, you post about your policies all the time. Well then quit breaking and them. And then I literally respond. I'm like, or they'll be like, oh my God, it's getting redundant. And I'm like, okay, so, I post about my policies also on my Instagram because it's a reminder because not everyone's going to read the email. Not everyone's going to read the booking link. Like, not everyone's going to read that. So here's just
0: another spot that it's going to be on. And, and that when someone breaks you the policy... Yeah, if you like, don't like it, don't look at it. All these places, you can skip through that if it doesn't apply to you. And that's yes. why I say when I have to say anything hard, I'm like, this is not for 99% of you. This is for that 1%. Mm-hmm. Like, the girl that just no call should... Lindsay has had two no-call, no-shows this week, and we went to charge them, and they removed their card before I we could it. fucking charge them, and I hate that shit, and I know they probably follow us, We got a so. charge back on that chick that was an hour late. Oh, you did. She charged back. you have it back. all the proof, so it doesn't matter, Yep, right? so we're gonna fight it. Yeah make sure you keep all your receipts we've talked about that in a previous episode (laughs) all right so that wraps up that episode guys (laughs) that is gonna wrap up about imposter syndrome guys take some time to do the work get into therapy take some time for yourself and um we'll catch the vibe next time Peace. peace